Welcome back to another episode of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former UC Bearcat basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the legendary coach, Bob Huggins. And I was fortunate enough to wear the iconic Jordan brand unis during my time. You can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. The Bearcat Basketball Podcast is now presented by the Healthcare Management Group. Shout out to everyone at HCMG, and thank you for the support. We are live here at Mio's in Clifton. Uh, shout out, she's not here and he's not here, but Kelly and Rich, the owner, round of applause for them for always making this happen. Also, um, my normal support staff is not able to be here, Stu and Colin, but Jake, AKA Jay Diddy, that's his new nickname, Jay Diddy. Give him a round of applause as well for his hard work. Now, after tonight, there are only two Bearcat home games left. Uh, there's one this Sunday versus Temple, which there will not be a podcast here uh, before the Temple game. But after, towards the end of the podcast, I do have two free temple tickets and a parking pass that I want to do a giveaway for, for a Bearcat fan out there. And then we will be back on next Saturday for the South Florida game. We will be here for a podcast. My special guest will be Bearcat great Lenny Stokes. Now, each home game, uh, we've been here live two hours before every game. Our special guests so far have been Keith Greger, Deontay Vaughn, Zach Tobler, Corey Blunt, Art Long, Donald Little, Yancey Gates, Andre Tate, Tony Bobbitt, A.D. Jackson, James White, and the great Roger McClendon. You can follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and our YouTube channel, Shine One Media, under the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Once again, next Saturday, we will be here live before the South Florida game, two hours before tip-off, with Leonard Stokes. The next segment is sponsored by the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Cincinnati. They have a new flexible bachelor's degree that will allow you to graduate conveniently and affordably, and you won't lose any credit or have to start over. So for this podcast, normally we have a former uh, player here for every podcast. However, this one, we've decided that we want to engage with the Bearcat fans. And I've always wanted to do this podcast where we would have, you know, Bearcat fans come up and I can ask them questions. Uh, you know, how long have you been a Bearcat fan? Most memorable game, favorite player of all time, all that good stuff. So I do want to engage with Bearcat fans out there today. And I'm going to be calling some folks up to, uh, you know, come up and talk. Got some questions for you. So I want to uh, jump into that. And, and let, me, let me tell you this story, too. So, and... Bearcat fans out there, for, for those that don't know, the Bearcat players, even current team, past teams, they really do love the fans. And I'll tell you a quick story. When, when I was playing for the Bearcats, uh, my teammate Kenyon Martin, when we would finish a game, Kenyon Martin refused to come out of the locker room and sign autographs and see the fans. Uh, one, he was young, he was a freshman, but he was very nervous about seeing fans and talking to fans. And I, I told Kenyon, I said, listen, I grew up here. 
we have some of the greatest fans in college basketball. And I said, Kenyon, you've got to go out there and see these people. So we had a third game. I'll never forget this. We had a third game. I talked to him after like the second game. A third game, he walked out there with me. And there were kids, young people out there. He signed autographs, took pictures. And obviously, he was on the climb to becoming a, a huge star. And from that point moving forward, I think Kenyon did a great job engaging with, with Bearcat fans, and, and he really loved them. And so I think a lot of the Bearcat players understand the importance of how important the Bearcat fans are when you guys are at the Fifth Third Arena like tonight, you know, cheering on these guys, and they, they need their support, your support, because the grind of a college basketball season is tough. I mean, these, these kids are in class. They've got video session, games. They're on the road flying to different cities, having to come back. They're tired, and they get energized from the Bearcat crowd and fans. So I want to bring up some Bearcat fans. Uh, let me start with uh, one, of the, one of the gentlemen that has been to a lot of our podcasts, maybe almost all of them. Uh, I'd like to bring him up. Greg, is Greg over there? Greg, come on up. Everybody, let's, get, let's give Greg a round of applause. Like the price is right. Come on down, Greg. Now, uh, Greg, if you want to have a seat right there, Thank welcome you. to have a seat. Uh, how, many, how many podcasts have you, have you been to? Every one. Every, every one of them. Every one. Okay, yeah. make sure you, you talk to the mic. So you've been to every one of them. First of all, I appreciate that. Thank you for coming and, and supporting the Bearcats. What I'd like to know, Greg, is when did you first become a Bearcat fan? What year? I believe it was in the 50s because my uncle played here. He, he went to Reading High School, Don your, Sears. Don Sears, uh -huh. your uncle played here. And we used to sit in front of the TV, black and white, and it was either on channel 5 or 7 or 9. Five, seven, or nine, and whenever we needed to change the channel, Dad would say, "Get up and turn the knob." Uh, no so remote control cars. Missouri Valley Conference League. We played all kinds of different teams, so it was almost at birth, and that's been 68 years ago. 68 years. When I was born. Wow! Wow! So, how long have you? Are you a season ticket holder? I have been a season ticket holder for about 15 or 20 years or so. 15, 20 years. Now, why was it important for you to become a season ticket holder? because I wanted to support the program, and I believe everyone in Cincinnati who has gone to the school should appreciate how talented our team is and what a great facility we have. Now, how, how have you seen, and, and this, is, this is gonna be great because you, you know, you're one of those guys that have seen a lot, you've seen a lot of coaches, a lot of players come, oh, yeah. you've seen the evolution of our athletic department. Uh, dur during your time, you know, obviously there are a lot of great buildings, a lot of new facilities here, but there had to have been some rough patches along the way with football. Are you a football season ticket yes, holder? Yes. So football and basketball, we've had some, some, some rough patches. Yeah, I think so, because I think the rough patches when we went down to Riverfront or Coliseum and played down there, that was not ideal. Yeah. Not ideal at all. I think it was very rough for the fans and because we like being around all, all the student atmosphere. For example, being at Mio's is yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. You come to Mio's, walk right over to the game. Yes. Yeah, when it was down at the Coliseum, and then it moved from the Coliseum to the gardens. Yeah. 
the, the cold <laughs> gardens with the ice rink underneath, right? That's right. I remember how small those steps were, how, were and how worn they were, and my feet could barely fit on the steps. In fact, I used to go to watch the Royals there when Adrian Smith and Oscar Robertson and oh, Jack wow. Twyman played there. Yeah. It was great. So did you, when Oscar mm-hmm. was, uh, was here playing for the Bearcats, did you go to almost no, every game? No, I, I wasn't. You weren't going to the games? I was not able to then. I was oh, too young. Oh, you were too young. That must have been an experience mm-hmm. to, to, to attend that. So during your time being a Bearcat fan, longtime season ticket holder, your most memorable basketball game? Basketball game? Oh. Most memorable basketball You're game. You're going to trick me into talking about basketball, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the most memorable basketball game was back in 1976. It was when the Bearcats were in the tournament. And we were playing Notre Dame. Oh, And it okay. came down to the very last couple of seconds, and we had the ball, and we were t- trying to take it out of inbounds after a basket. It got tipped, then it went out of bounds. And then after that, we had to take it back out again, could not run. So we held the ball too long, could not get a timeout, turned the ball over, Notre Dame sank a basket, we lost. It seems like every story seems the ending in a heartbreak here in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there have been a lot of heartbreaks yeah. sports-wise in, in, in Cincinnati. Um, I remember that because my friend that I grew up with through elementary school, Hal Ward, played on that team with Bob okay. Miller, Gary Kamstra, uh, Yoder, yeah. the whole gang. Yeah. So all these years, if you could pick – one Cincinnati Bearcat basketball player that you say, that's my favorite player. It could be on the court, off the court. Who's your favorite Bearcat basketball player of all time? Uh, there, there, there are four that I, I really would Oh, you got four? Pick. Yeah, of course, Gary Clark. Okay, Gary, okay, Tober, Gary Clark. Herb Jones. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on. You're going yeah, too fast. Four. So, Gary Clark. Uh-huh. Zach Tobler. Yeah, Tobler okay. time. I love Tobler time. Herb Jones. Herb Jones. Oh, you got to be Herb Jones. Absolutely. And Corey. And Corey Blunt. Yeah. Corey Blunt. That's good. Uh, now, you had a chance to get to know uh, Herb Jones, correct? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a trip that uh, my buddy Bob had. We went down to a cabin, and we stayed on a – and then we went fishing the very next day. But the most funny part about the story is related to fishing, not basketball. Yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're fishing and... Um, Herb loved to fish. Herb had tackle boxes. He had two big boat bags full of gear that he went to pick up and he started carrying them onto the boat. And he asked Corey for help. Corey picked one up and says, no way, it's too heavy. I'm not carrying that. So once he got him on the boat, sat him down, I kind of rolled my eyes. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what does he have? And he has all kinds of fishing gear, so much stuff. It looked like he could set up his own rolling, roving tackle right. box. Right. So we fished, and Herb, great fisherman, all-time good guy, too. So we're fishing with live bait, and I catch a fish, and we wanted to make sure that Corey caught a fish. So I hooked this great big largemouth bass, handed the pole to Corey. He brings it in, and we take a picture, and... Next thing you know, I see this picture all over the internet. There's a story about how he caught it. No mention about no love. what's going on. No mention of Bob. No mention of me. Just see, we need Corey here for this so we can, you we know, do. give him, give him a little crap. 
No, and, and, and you're right. So, uh, you know, Herb, Herb Jones, he and I have had lots of conversations about his love for fishing. And um, even, you know, prior to his death, uh, I spoke to him one time, and he, he really wanted to be on the pro fishing tour or whatever that is. He would, he, he would talk about that a lot. He had the gear. He was ready to go. He oh, had he was, tackle boxes and rods and reels. It was amazing how much stuff he brought on one trip yeah, for two days. That's, that's awesome. Um, Greg, I want to thank you for being a Bearcat fan, uh, supporting the basketball program because it's guys like you and folks like this that keep the program going. You know, it's one thing to, and we experienced this recently where the players during the pandemic had to play in front of no fans. And they all talked about how tough that was. Like every player around the country was like, playing in front of an empty arena is tough. Like it's very, very tough. So thank you for your support of Bearcat Athletics and uh, supporting the players past and present. Thank you, Alex, and go Bearcats. That's right, go Bearcats. Everybody give Greg a round of applause. Thanks for coming up. So I do want to bring up uh, another person. Probably, is there somebody out here younger? You want to come up? A younger? Okay, come on up. Not, not you, Dylan, not you. What's going on? How you doing? Doing well. What's your name? My name is Robbie Hull. Robbie? Yep. Robbie, good to see you. I like this. Thank you, sir. I Looks appreciate good. that. You're a Reds fan, too? Big Reds fan. I actually co-host a uh, Reds podcast called Reds Country Radio. Reds Country Radio. How long have you been doing that? Uh, I've been doing that for about a year now. Okay. What made you start that? Uh, me and uh, two other buddies, uh, Donnie and Steve, who I went to school with at UC. Shout out to uh, Donnie and Steve. Uh, we did a podcast here when we went to UC called... Um, it was through the uh, UC Barstool Sports account yeah. called Viva La Cats. Yeah. We actually interviewed you in, like, the winter of 2017, oh, wow. spring of 2018. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that. Yeah. That, cool. That was that So was that me. was the start of it for you. Yeah, that was the start of it for us. Okay. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, I'm not from Cincinnati originally. I'm from a small town called Versailles, Ohio. Yeah, for sure. Versailles. That's well, you got he's excited yeah, over that's here. That's my buddy Jacob. Went to high school with him. You went to Versailles as well? Oh, Jake Mater, that's my guy. <laughs> I'll make sure I tell him I saw you. <laughs> Jake's a good dude. Um, Versailles has had some really good basketball teams. Uh, the one kid at Ohio State, right? Yeah, Justin Arns. Justin, and his, his brother, went to his, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan his State. brother Kyle went to Michigan State, went to high school with him. Wow, that's, that's hey, some good basketball there. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Uh, so you went to the University of Cincinnati? Yes, sir. Uh, Linder College of Business, class of 2018. All right, what are you doing now? I work in logistics. Okay. All right. Smart stuff. Yeah. Smart stuff. All right. So obviously you're you're a Bearcat fan. Yes, sir. So what? First of all, what made you want to come to the University of Cincinnati? Uh, well, I uh, visited two places uh, in college or when I was in high school, and uh, UC was one of them. Came down for a visit, fell in love with the place, decided to come here. Uh, wasn't a Bearcat fan growing up, but I quickly became one. Um, when I, I can remember the moment in time when I became a UC Bearcat fan. Um, it was my freshman year. Um, Kilpatrick was, I believe, a senior. Okay. Uh, we played UConn at home. They had Napier yep. and Boatwright. Yep. I believe UC was down by like 15 at the half. Uh, Kilpatrick threw the team on his back. They ended up winning the game, and the crowd was electric. And 
I was sitting up in the uh, student overflow seats just watching everything unfold and just just, just being so just up and down with it. It was awesome. Yeah, that, and that was the old Fifth Third Arena. That was, yeah, that was before the renovation. And what, what do you think about the new Fifth Third Arena? I love it. It's, I think it's a world-class facility, personally. I agree with you. And everybody that I know from outside of the Bearcat circle that's come in and seen the arena, they're like, this is as, as nice arena it in is, college basketball. It's completely light years ahead of what it was. I remember no question. the first time going there just thinking, because it, like, it had the seats that folded down from the side and both ends. I was like, it's like a glorified high school gym almost. But like, I, yeah. didn't, I understood yeah. like, the history I, and everything that happened there, but it's completely light years ahead from yeah, to totally agree with that. So you just talked about uh, a memorable game. Yes, sir. Obviously, Sean Kilpatrick's one of one of our greats. Uh, for you, during your time being a Bearcat fan and watching Bearcat basketball, who's your favorite player of all time? Gary Clark. Gary Clark, the problem. Absolutely. So why, why Gary Clark? That dude just embodied everything I thought it would be to be like a Bearcat basketball player, just a Bearcat in general. Tough, tenacious, would go up for rebounds, hard worker, hustler, make clutch shots, back guys down. He was the anchor on that really good team, I think, in 2017. Yep. And that was just a, just a real pleasure to watch. He was just such a likable guy, too. He was. Everything. Yeah, and, and I think one of the great things about, about Gary, like you were saying, is – he just seemed like a Cincinnati dude. Like he was just tough. Didn't he didn't pump his chest a lot. He Absolutely. just right? He and he got better every single year. He just kind of kept his head down and worked too. That's I, one thing I really appreciated about him too. I, absolutely. And he became such a big, you know, big fan favorite. I remember you remember the games when um, the Bearcats had to play at NKU? Yeah, I, uh, I lived above the rec center. That was my senior year, so I had to take the bus down from campus How, so, okay. to watch that team play. You're the first person I've met of, of a student that had to do that. and, and had, How was that experience? It wasn't bad. Um, so, like, I think Rally Cats uh, organized yeah. all of it. Uh, they would park the buses by the Bearcat statue in front of uh, was it? I forget the name of the building over there. It's in front of the arena now. Um, but they would have like either Jimmy John sandwiches or like slices of Donata's cheese pizza waiting for you sometimes. Free? So, yeah, free. Oh man, so I should have got on that bus. So yeah. you walk on the bus, they'd hand you like a little meat and cheese sub or a slice of pizza, and they'd take you down and roll call you. And then if you just tell them like if you were taking the bus back or if you were staying in Kentucky that night. Oh good. So it was pretty seamless. It oh, wasn't yeah. like a, a a nightmare experience. Exactly. Yeah, it was. You show up five or ten minutes before the bus left, and you just wrote your name down on the roll call, and they they drive you down. That's good to hear, because I always wondered, like you know, I just drive from work and I go to the game, and there I am. I was wondering how the the student experience was. So um, let, let let let's jump back. I want I want to talk about you know your experience watching you know the Bearcats. Did you watch all the games from the student section? Were you at a lot of them? Yeah, most of them. Yeah. So what 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 was that like? So I, I've be honest with you I've never been in the student section I've, I've never experienced a game obviously when I was here I was playing so I never got to experience it and sometimes like gosh I forget how many games ago it was uh, we were making a big run and I'm, I'm looking at the student section and they're going completely nuts I'm sure a lot of people have been drinking which you know, oh yeah that's what you do but, oh, but yeah. how's that experience uh, the student section definitely has a different energy to it um, yeah when I've when I, when I first started sitting in the student section, it was really cool because, like, 
Uh, they'd give us old uh, editions of the uh, student newspaper, and we'd rip them up into confetti yeah, yeah. and throw them after the first basket. That was yep. fun. All the chants. Everybody gets involved in it. It was just a really great atmosphere. And then even when I sat in the, the student overflow seats before the renovation, everybody was getting into it as well. So Good, good. Let's talk about the current Bearcat basketball team. What are your thoughts about Wes Miller and the culture that he's trying to build here? I think Wes Miller is the answer. He's a really, really good coach. I think he's just a really likable guy. Very likable. Um, the team, I, I think he's done a really good job with a team that was basically pieced together at the last minute through the transfer portal and convincing different guys to stay. Yeah. I think there's the talent's there. It's just a matter of putting it all together and trying to find players to that fit his scheme. Now, are you so? Our Bearcats haven't played well, you right. know, this last stretch. Mm -hmm. Are you staying with them? Yeah, I'm staying with them. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, because some people are, like, getting all, like, you know, I've, upset about things. See, the last couple games i watched, I've seen flashes of things that they could be, and I think if they put it together at the right time, they could get hot in the conference tournament and make a run. And that's the thing. I was talking with somebody earlier today. You know, the conference tournament is very important for them right now because Absolutely. their that's, resume that's is the only shot they have only shot, into it. Yeah. Right? Only shot because their resume is just not going to allow them to, to get in. Mm -hmm. And that would, that would be awesome if they could make a really nice run to the conference championship, win a game, get to the NCAA tournament and build some excitement because, you know, next year, I always tell people this. Whenever a new coach takes over, in kind of in the situation like Wes did, mm -hmm. he needs at least three years. And right? I think he's overachieved this year with oh, what he's sure. done. Oh, for sure. For I mean, for what he's had to, he's had to recruit guys to come back. Mason Madsen, Mikey, like all these guys, he had to recruit them to come back, get in the portal, get some experienced guys, and get guys to to transfer. And that's that's not easy to blend all that together. Absolutely, and uh, I think. DeJulius is the player that stirs a drink on this team. He's so good. He's so solid. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah Davenport, I think, has potential to really light it up. He's such a hot and cold player. Yeah. And it, it's, it's frustrating to watch it sometimes. And I'm like, no, don't shoot the ball. Don't, don't, don't. Then it goes in and it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. There, there's, you know, and, with, and to Jeremiah's uh, defense, you got to think he goes from playing a certain system last year and having a certain role. And then new system, new players, new role. Um, he's the type of kid I think next year we're going to see the best version of Absolutely. him. Absolutely. He's still figuring out how to play college basketball, too, I think. No question. So tell everybody again, shout out to your, your podcast. I'm a big Reds fan, so I, I definitely got to check in. Uh, we're called Reds Country Radio. It's presented by, and this blog belongs to the Reds. Uh, we've been doing it for about a year and a half now, me and my buddies, uh, Steve and Donnie. Great. So, um, we're big Reds fans, try to catch a bunch of games during the season. We try to put out an episode once a week during the season, just kind of recap the series. Um, we haven't put one out in a couple months. We're still kind of waiting to see what this lockout does. You think they'll play? March 31st is opening day. Will the Reds play? Well, they play the Cubs this year, right, opening yes, day? Yes, I believe Will so. Will the Reds play the Cubs on opening day? I don't think we'll see them play opening day. I think there's going to be uh, okay. some delay. Because yeah. pitchers and catchers were supposed to report yesterday. so They weren't there. They weren't there. <laughs> hey, Thank you. I appreciate you coming on. Everybody give him a round of applause for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Yep. Uh, come here. Have a seat. Continuing to bring it on. I'm not going to forget. I'll get you guys. I'm not going to forget about it. We got time. We got time. Uh, continuing with uh, bringing on Bearcat fans. Uh, I'd like to bring this gentleman on. He tweeted at me today. 
Oh, uh, and I tell you, when you look around the Fifth Third Arena, and there are a lot of people that are staples within the Fifth Third Arena. You see some folks courtside that are always there. Some people that sit behind the Bearcat bench that are always there. People in the seats, but there's one guy that's always, always front row in the student section, and he's leading that student section. He's here with us tonight. Get, tell everybody your name. Give him the hole. Hi, uh, my name's Quinn Vu. I am part of the Rally Cats. We're in the front of every single game. Well, we try to go to every single like UC game in general, but every basketball game, every football game, we're there. Everybody give him a round of applause for his support, bringing everybody together for the games. So what's up? I just got back from work, man. I'm, I drove all the way here from Wilmington. Um, you work in Wilmington? Yeah. Hey, wow. That's where Jaren's from, right? That's true. Yep. Yeah, I work all the way in Wilmington. I'm on co-op right now. I'm a student. Um, and yeah, on the, I was so excited. I'm trying to think of what all can I talk to you about? Like, I've got questions for you. Ooh. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I knew I want to say something about Kenyon. I knew <laughs> I want to talk about shoes because, man. Don't, don't, hey, don't give everybody all the good stuff, yeah? <laughs> Well, what high school did you go to? I'm not actually from here. I'm from Panama City, Florida. So I went to this small school called North Bay Haven. Um, nobody here knows of it. I don't think there's anyone here from Panama City other than myself. But uh, So what, what brought you to uh, university? So my family actually, um, they immigrated from Vietnam after the war. And to come to America, you need a sponsor at the time. So their sponsor was in Cincinnati. So when they came over here, this is where they first set up. My oldest uncle went to med school here, and the rest of my family uh, all went to UC. They're all alumni. So you, you've been a Bearcat fan Oh, yeah, I've been a, a Bearcat time. fan. And let me tell you, my family, the more I talk to them now, I hear so many stories about how they're connected to UC. And then my dad even has a story about how he's connected to you and your father. And to it's, me? Yeah. So okay. I, was, I was talking to my dad on the way here, okay. and he told me, so my parents, obviously, they, they were immigrants, they didn't have much money. So when he came to UC, he came to UC last minute, and he what, missed... What year was this? Oh, um, Do you know? I don't know, my dad graduated uh, in 92, so this was probably in the 80s. Okay. So he came here, didn't have much money, he came to UC last second, he missed the uh, scholarship deadline. So he's walking around TUC, and he sees the office of, um, what does he say here? Oh, Office of Minority Student Affairs. Yeah. <laughs> and at the time, I, I guess your, your dad was the, uh, the director. Yes. So he needed money. He didn't have any books or anything. So he walked in. He's, he met your dad. And uh, your dad told him he didn't qualify for any scholarships. But uh, he made some phone calls and borrowed some older edition of books for him to use to study for his exams. And he also took him to the bookstore and helped him pay for some books himself. Oh, wow. And then the following year, um, my dad, he became president of like, the Vietnamese Student Association. And your dad became the advisor for that club. And then once he graduated, your dad became the university provost. Yes. And he actually wrote him his letter of recommendation for med school. Really? So, yeah, my dad wanted to uh, thank your father. Oh, wow. That's, that's really cool. I need to share this uh, with my dad because... You know, things like that, he, you know, he, he's a very kind person, so he doesn't get to hear about this stuff again. So to hear that again will really bring a smile to his face. So i got to make sure I share that with him. Thanks for, 
But tell me about that, man. That's 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 really cool. Yeah, I I, I was texting my dad asking him like, cause I don't know he he said he uh, helped like Andre Tate with some papers back when he was in <laughs> school, stuff like that. And I'm, I'm just trying to think of what all family members have connections. I know I I have an uncle. Um, he was probably in grad school or something. He was here in '96, and he said he used to play at the Friars Club. And yeah. He used to play against Damon Flint. Yeah. And, uh, and all in the '96 team, and he's like. 5'5 five, five on a good day. Yeah. And, like, he's 60 something now and he plays pickup with me and my cousins. We're all in our 20s and he still cooks us. That's funny. Yeah, that Friars Club was a big deal. A lot of guys went over there to play. So that, that was definitely a big deal. So during your time here at UC, the most memorable game for you? Ooh, I, I would have to say. Um, Football versus Houston when we stormed the court, that was insane. I mean, stormed the court, stormed the field, that was insane. UCF, that was also insane a few years, uh, a few years back. And basketball-wise, man, we've had so many great comebacks and wins against like Houston and Memphis in our own, in our own fifth third. It's it's hard to name all of them. There's there's, there's been a lot. Now, do your time. What what year are you right now? Are I'm you, in my fourth year. You're in your fourth year. Um, how many have you missed a home game? I have the over winter break, and that's the only time because I go home and it's it's a long drive. So I, I miss one or two. Okay, because most games I'm at, I usually see you, so you're usually there. Um, favorite Bearcat of all time. Let's let's start with basketball. Then I'm going to ask you about football. Favorite Bearcat basketball player of all time. That's easy. That's easy. They need to know. It's I know. Kenyon Kenyon Martin, of course. So, Kenyon Martin, one of our goats, uh, is your favorite of all time. But my question is, how old are you? I'm 21. 21. You were too young for Kenyon. Yep, I was born right after he graduated. So, how, how do you know about the, the greatness of Kenyon besides what you hear? Man, my family, they, that's all they talk. Like, basket, UC basketball is a staple in my family. We, we watch every game, and I grew up. That was, he was the first jersey I owned was Kenyon. I just grew up on it, hearing his name constantly. Him, Van Exor, the two names that popped oh, up all big, the time. Absolutely. And I knew I was like, I knew I was set on coming to UC. I was always 100%. Just growing up, I was obsessed with this kind of thing. And just doing more and more research on him just for fun, man. It's just, it's hard not to fall in love with his game. Just yeah. the, the, the passion, the aggression he had on the court is just amazing to watch. Now, I need to tell you this. So... Kenyon and I came in at the at the same time, but he was uh, what they call a Prop 48. Are you familiar with this? I've heard about it, but it's a little confusing. Yeah, so with the Prop 48, uh, meaning they're not eligible for college basketball academically. Mm -hmm. So they have to come to the university. They can't play until they become eligible. So for a lot of guys, it may be game number 11 or 12 when they are eligible. So he comes to the university as a Prop 48, and um, I remember the game that he became eligible and he played in. He had a monster dunk, a bunch of rebounds, and prior to that, a lot of people on campus didn't even know who he was besides being tall. He, he, he came in with very little fanfare because, like, you think about now. Uh, when guys come to UC because of social media, a lot of people know who they are. Yeah. Right? Back then, we didn't have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any of that stuff. So a lot of people didn't know who Kenyon was. Until that first game, people didn't know he played basketball. They knew he was tall. And every year, 
Kenyon Martin improved like a lot. By his last year, it was no question in anybody's mind he was the best player in America and he was going to be the number one pick in the draft. And he ended that. He ended up that. And it was so unfortunate that he broke his leg yeah. in that game. I'm sure you've seen the, the oh, videos. Yeah, I've seen and, the videos. I've heard this stories my um, my aunt my, I think my dad was at the game and they're just it, it was silent and I mean just thinking now looking at every time like Crosstown comes around you start arguing with Xavier fans and just talking about who's greater and just looking at Kenyon's story it just, it just feels like it's a big what if like oh, if yeah. he didn't get hurt he we probably wouldn't have gotten hurt his rookie year and then his his Broker is just laden with injuries, and he was still great, but he could have been so much. Yeah. Like, it, it would, would have been insane. If Kenyon Martin did not get hurt, we would have won a national championship that year. There's no question oh, yeah, no about question. it. And there would, there would be a, another championship here at UC. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quiz you. Ooh. What Air Jordan sneaker was Kenyon Martin wearing? When he broke his leg. I know this one. Come on. It was, it was the metallic Air Jordan 5s, wasn't Bingo. it? Bingo. Very good. See, I bought a pair of those, and then the suede started crumbling because I, I, I watched the video. He said they got the 23 on the side. Yeah. And I bought one with the 23 on the side. It was an older one, and the suede started crumbling. It broke my heart. Oh, man. So, yeah, that, that's – we always – Kenyon and I talk – because that's my favorite sneaker of oh. all time. And, and so Kenyon and I always kind of uh, joke about that shoe. But um, – now, unfortunately for you, um, you've never met Kenyon Martin. I have not. Correct? And Kenyon was flying in, and he was supposed to be here for the Memphis game when we had the big storm. Mm -hmm. And he canceled his trip, and he can't make it in for a, a home game uh, this year, but I assume he'll be at some home games you know, next year. But it's tough for him because his son, oh, yeah. as you know, uh, KJ is playing in the NBA for the Rockets. Yep. He's playing for the Rockets, so he's he's kind of busy. Yeah. You know, watching watching KJ. But hopefully, are you going to come to some games next year? Yeah, I'm so, so I'm an engineer, so I got five years. So next year's my last year as an undergrad student. I might come back for a graduate school, but okay. So you'll still be in the student. Oh, you'll yeah, be hanging I'm out. Still here. Okay. So we'll we'll make sure that Kenyon and you connect up and he gets a, he gets a picture. I, I told him, so he knows. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, t I, text, I text with Kenyon quite a bit. We still have stayed, you know, pretty close. So, and I'm getting ready to interview uh, Kenyon by phone uh, for the podcast very soon. Oh, I've got make sure so you... many questions, yeah. I just, I, I just remember my, my freshman year, finally got a little bit of money co-oping and stuff. Bought my first pair of Jordans. They were like used on sne uh, on eBay or whatever, but Cherry 13s or, or Chicago 13s, whatever they are. Favorite shoe because I saw them in all the pictures. I'm like, okay, I can now buy stuff because my parents <laughs> can't say no. I'm gonna get myself a pair of Jordans, and those are the ones. There, okay. there were a lot of a uh, lot of iconic shoes worn. Oh yeah. You know, during that Jordan brand era for for UC basketball. And I got a story for you too. See if you enjoy this one. So. Kevin Durant, mm -hmm. Kevin Durant's favorite shoe of all time is the Air Jordan Cool Gray 11s, yeah. okay? Now, when Kenyon Martin was playing for the Nets, they did a media day photo shoot. Mm -hmm. Kenyon 
had a pair of the Air Jordan Cool Gray 11s. This was obviously years ago. Yeah. So they took a picture, and it appeared on Slam Magazine's cover. I've seen that one, yeah. No one had ever seen the Air Jordan 11 Cool Grays on somebody's foot until Kenyon had them on. He got them early. Ooh. So Kevin Durant has said that Kenyon's one of his favorite players, and he always attributes like Kenyon Martin with the Cool Gray 11s. Like, that's his Kenyon Martin shoe. And so one of Kevin Durant's friends, Ian, told me that story. So one of the greatest players in NBA history, like he's got close ties, like he loved the Bearcats. And his favorite player was Kenyon, one of his favorite players was Kenyon Martin. I'm gonna have to get myself a pair of those. The cool? I know they just came out again, they just re-released them, so. Yeah. Tough, looking out for them. tough to get shoe. Oh yeah. Well, listen, I wanna, I wanna thank you uh, for being a Bearcat fan. And it's, it's guys like you, and I was just talking to Greg, who's a season ticket holder, he's been for years. You know, guys like you, as I mentioned, during the pandemic, these kids were playing in empty arenas, these players, and it was very tough on them. So for these guys to be back in an arena, hearing the roar of the crowd, you know, seeing guys like you, front row, wearing the Kenyon Martin jersey, you know, what other jersey you have, an Eric Hicks one? Or Leonard Stokes? I've got a bunch. Uh, you got them all? so many. I'm searching for a, a Stokes. I have a Stokes one, but it's like way too big for me. I'm searching for a Stokes one right now, but okay, for right, the most part, I think I've got most of the numbers they sold. Okay, good. Well, Le Leonard Stokes, I know you took a picture with him the other night. Yep. He'll be my guest next Saturday on the, on the podcast here. Awesome. So uh, I know you're heading over to the game? Yeah. Okay. Hey, listen, I want to I thank you for coming on the podcast. Can you give him a round of applause for supporting the Bearcats coming on the podcast? And I need to get that, that, that message your dad sent. Oh, yeah. I need to uh, send that over. Yeah, screenshot that and send it to me. Yep, I, I got I to gotta show that to my dad. You do that absolutely. for me? Yeah, I got you. Good man. Uh, I know you've been wanting to come up. Come on up. Thanks for having me. You sticking around or are you heading over? Oh, I'm probably heading over. Okay. Thanks for coming by. I appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good seeing you. Wow, how are you? What's up, man? Nothing much. Good, good. All right, All right. Uh, tell everybody your name. Uh, my name is Nick Fox. Yeah, just. From you apparently have a, a fan base over here. Yeah, I try. Of, of four or five? five of five? Yeah, it might be five. Might be five? Yeah. Uh, so, student, were a student? I'm tell a us student your story. Right now, I'm in my fourth year. Okay, what are you studying? Uh, operations management at Lindner. Okay, what, what are you going to do when you get out? I got a few job offers. I kind of got to figure out what I want to do right now. We'll okay. Kind of wait until the summer to see. Going, going with the highest bidder? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you on that. Yeah. So uh, what high school did you go to? I went to Taylor on you the west side. You went to Taylor? Yeah. On the west side? Yeah. Apparently that's Taylor. They all went to Taylor, all too. All went to yeah. <laughs> Taylor. Um, Taylor, their basketball team had a good season this yeah, year. Yeah, they're the they've, two season. The they've tournament. got a kid, Danny, right? Uh, yep. Really good basketball player, mm -hmm. plays golf as well, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're having a really, really good season. Uh, so you went to Taylor. From Taylor, you came to, to UC. Yep. Um, have you always been a Bearcat fan? Ever since I was born. Really? Born How, So how'd you get into the Bearcat fandom? My dad, we had season tickets to every football game from the time I was seven years old. Went to all the basketball games, man. I love it. So, okay, tough question for you. What's your favorite going to Bearcat Football games or Bearcat basketball games? That's tough. 
I've always been a football guy. Okay. So I'll go football, but there's something about being in fifth third when it's rocking too. It's special. No, no question. Yeah. So let's talk about this past football season, man. Um, how, how cool of an experience was that? It was unbelievable. Um, you know, just to break down that wall when it's still four teams and to have the team that I've watched grew up 15 minutes from do it, it was really special. It's special. And, I, you know, with Coach Fickle and this group of seniors they had, it was unbelievable, man. It was unbelievable. Did you go to every game? I did. I even went to the one in Alabama. I went to Notre Dame and Indiana. Okay, 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 stop. Okay. So let's talk about the Notre Dame. So okay. I've never been to Notre Dame. Yeah. Always wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so how was that experience to go in their house Yeah. And, and, and we beat them, and they were cocky and thought yeah. they were going to win? Yeah. How was that experience? We, we took over Notre took over. Dame. Yeah. There was no See question. And when, when I watched on TV – you could hear Bearcat fans clear as day that we took over that, that stadium. Yeah, we did. Um, I'll say this. Their fans were really, really great, like, for the oh, most good. part. Um, but just going in there and getting up and then thinking, oh, are we going to blow this again? Like, just classic Cincinnati. Like, are we going to – and then just pulling it out with Ritter, doing the thing, like, I can't hear you. It was awesome, man. It was like I was on cloud nine for weeks after that game. How was the tailgate? Oh, it was awesome. The whole, the whole experience was awesome. Did you go with your, your crew right here? I did. That crew right there. <laughs> that yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, so you got there early. Did you stay after the game, go to the bars, or did you come back? I uh, came back. Their bars were kind of bad compared to Clifton. I was kind of surprised. Really? Yeah. You had to pay a cover. They weren't, they weren't as good. Oh. Yeah. Get down. Okay. Um, Indiana game. Yep. You at that? I was. All right. Talk about that a little bit. That was the hottest sporting event I've ever been to. Really? Sitting in the sun, it was probably 105 just in the heat. It was very, very warm. And then, yeah, very hot. You guys were there as well? Yep. And then we go down. What did, what did we go down? We went down 14 early. And then the kick return and then all the way we came back. And then the goal line stand where we forced that fumble. Yeah, that was awesome. That's when I was kind of like, all right. We got through one. If we get through Notre Dame, we got a chance of something here. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no question. Now, I've been to a game at IU before, so I've done that. The hottest game I've ever been to, I was at, I was in Los Angeles when the Bearcats played UCLA the- at UCLA. You were there? Man, that sun was beaten down. But I tell you what, no one picked us to win that game versus UCLA. Nobody. That was, do you agree with this? I think that was one of Fickle's first, like, signature wins. That's kicked it off. Totally agree. Totally agree. 100%. So let's jump back to this season. So did you think during the season, you know, the Bearcat football team's going on this great run that we were going to get screwed and not make the, you know, the Final Four group? Yeah. uh, After the first playoff rankings, it was kind of easy to see how it could happen. But – Eventually, you know, I kind of looked at it after, like, the initial frustration was like, well, all these teams got to play each other. Yeah. So as long as we don't get jumped from, like, somebody jumping us, we got a chance at this. And then the last weekend, uh, thank God Baylor took care of Oklahoma State. Yeah. Or it would have been a conversation. Yep. Yeah. What what were your thoughts about um, style points? Like, style points was a big thing. It was like, oh, the Bearcats should be beating this team by – 30 and they yeah. and they weren't but the the, yeah. the fact is they were winning yeah they weren't winning by the points that everyone expected um i got it about style points i'd say uc did what they had to do obviously um but 
sometimes you look at the Navy game, look at the Tulane game, it was like they probably weren't playing their best. They weren't. And, you know, it's tough to say that they should have been dinged even though they were winning because you look at other teams, like, style points-wise in the Power 5 conferences, Alabama winning some games closely against Florida, who was bad yeah. last year. I was so, at that game, yeah. the Florida-Alabama game. I was yeah. there. Florida could have won. They could have won. Yeah. They should have won. Um, so in, just with the other teams that were above them where you never hear style points. Right. You know, it's, you know, it's just kind of a way, but all that's in the rear view now. You know, we made it. Yeah. So, so you were in Dallas? I was. Okay, so he, here's, my, here's my theory. For, for so long, as you know, there's been this cloud of bear, the not Bearcat, but Cincinnati curse, mm-hmm. sports curse, right? You've heard this. Yep. And obviously the, the Bengals making it to the Super Bowl. I, I think the Bearcats really changed a lot of things up. Bearcat football did. Yeah. You, you agree with that? I think it's, yeah. I mean, because even though they lost, I mean, they're playing Alabama. At least they made it. I would have rather... Yeah. Honestly, I would have rather gone to the playoffs and lost to Alabama than win a New Year's Six game. I agree. Yeah. No, and, no question. And then you have that, and then the Bengals did what they did on a magical run, and it's like, all right, we're here now. Cincinnati was the center of the football world almost it, it was. for like two months. Like, it was. Everybody was talking about Cincinnati, so I it know. was awesome. I mean, because who would have thunk it that you, you have a college and a pro team from the same city at those positions in the same year. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine there's a lot of those scenarios that have happened. But you went to Dallas. Talk to us about you, right? You were yep. in Dallas. Talk yep. to us about that experience. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have traded it for the world, man. It, it was awesome. You know, we went down there. We got there a day early. Uh, this, this thing across the stadium called Texas Live, which is UC fans basically took it over. It's okay. a huge place with just basically like – 10 bars inside of it. It was awesome. Yeah. So we went there the night before. Next day, wake up, tailgate, you're nervous. Going to the game, the stadium was insane. You know, I've, I've been to a good amount of stadiums, but AT&T on the inside was just like, wow, this is something crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously during the game, it didn't go our way, but, you know, I wouldn't have traded it for the world. I, really, I truly wouldn't have. It was awesome. How, how did the Bearcat fans, in comparison to Alabama fans, because – I mean, I, I wasn't there, and, and I, I don't think TV did justice for, for being there, but, you know, Alabama consistently yeah. is in that position. We aren't. Did, did we represent as fans? Yeah. I would say outside of the stadium, there was way more UC fans. And then we got inside, and it probably ended up being around 50-50. Okay. Which is, I mean, it's closer to Alabama. They have probably a larger fan base, you know, easily, I'd say. Yep. And so for everybody to come from Cincinnati and represent like that, yeah, they did it justice for sure. Yeah, good. Okay, let's, let's transition into what season we're in now. That's basketball season. Yep. I want to talk about this current UC Bearcat team. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on Wes Miller. I've asked this question before. Wes Miller and the culture that he's building right now. Oh, the culture is outstanding. I, Wes Miller has my vote of confidence. I think he's going to be the guy to get it done. Why is that? Because you just look at the way he carries himself. You hear him talk to the players. You hear him in the interviews. It's like, this guy is something special. Yep. Yeah, this guy is something special. He knows what he's doing. He came into a bad situation. And he, what did he have at one point? Two or three players on the roster? Yeah. And to rebuild it to what yep. they are now? Yep. I think definitely you could say he's overachieving this year. He's going to need to get his recruits in here to get to where he wants to go. And I think everybody understands that. 
but I, I believe in Wes Miller 100%. Yeah. So um, being on campus, have you seen Wes? I have not seen Wes. You've not met him yet? Not met Wes. I'm sure you will. He's, he's very good, I think, of engaging with people, being around campus, doing a lot of things with the students. He, he like, gets it. Like, he's not a guy that's going to sit in his office and not engage with the fan base. And I think that's important when you're a head coach at the University of Cincinnati. you got to get out and be with the fans. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and to your point, too, all these players on this current team that I talk to, even the guys that don't play a lot, they love Wes and they're fully invested in Wes. And what that tells me, if you've got a guy that plays two minutes of the ga a game and you've got a guy that's playing 30, 32 minutes a game and both of them have the same experience and love for their guy, just wait till we get those four-star, five-star guys, those high-level guys. I think that place is going to be rocking and rolling. Oh, it is. And they're coming, too. Yeah. They're coming. For sure. We've had a couple. We've had a five-star recruit here, I think the other – I don't know if it was a couple games ago, yeah, I yeah. believe. Um, and I think we've got another one coming in soon. I don't know if it's Sunday or the South Florida game. We've got another big recruit coming in. So they're coming, and yeah. they're checking things out. Yeah. Now, is this your last – is this your last I graduate year? in the summer. You graduate in the summer. Yeah. Uh, after that, will you still come to Bearcat football? Oh, 100%. 100%. Season 100%. tickets? Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Especially with us going to the Big 12 now, which is also something for basketball. Like, that conference of basketball is going to be outstanding. Outstanding. So, so, so yesterday, I had lunch with Bob Huggins. Okay. Um, he's in town, and we had lunch. And I said to Hugs, I said, Hugs, man, What's it like, man? You're going to be coming back here. Cincinnati's going to be in the Big 12. And he said to me, he said, Bearcat fans have no idea. They think they know, but they don't understand how great of a conference this is. He's like, it is going to be so good. He, Bob Huggins still loves Bearcats. Like, he loves Bearcats. He's like, it's going to be so good for the university. It's going to take them, make them step it up, you know, to the next level. I'm thinking we're going to have Kansas coming here. It's unbelievable. Right? Baylor. Baylor. Yeah. Hugs to be back. Tech. Tech's been a good basketball program for the last three or four years. They've been to a championship. Yep. yep. No question. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, lastly, I want to end with, uh, with you. I want to end with these two things. Um, your favorite UC Bearcat football player of all time. Marty Gilliard. Marty Gilliard. Yep. That's a good one. That's Marty a good Gilliard. one. I like that. Yep. Uh, favorite UC Bearcat basketball player of all time. So I waver here. I got three. I go Jaron Cumberland. Okay, Jaron Cumberland. Gary Clark and Sean Kilpatrick. Gary Clark and Sean Kilpatrick. Yep. All right, you got to go with one. I'll go Jaron. You go Jaron. Yep. Okay. Why, why is that? Why is he? Is Because I, I know him personally, but also the way he just took over his junior year was awesome to watch. Awesome to watch. And even his freshman year, some big shots, especially against Xavier here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. He was a killer. And it's also great when a guy of his level stays home and plays for yeah. the University of Cincinnati, right? He could have went a lot of other places. Mm -hmm. And he could have left his senior year, and he stuck it out. And he stuck it out. Yeah. No question. Uh, everybody, give him a round of applause for coming on the podcast. Thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, man. You. Yep. And your, your, your Taylor fan club right there. You want to, huh? Yeah. Come on up. Two people from Taylor back to back. I don't know if I can handle this, man. It's a lot. Good. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good. Tell everybody who you are. 
Uh, my name is Joey St. John, graduated from UC 2021, so I've been out for about a year now. Okay. What did yeah. you, you graduate with? Uh, I was a finance major. Okay. What are, you, school. what are you doing now? Uh, I actually work downtown. Came straight from work today. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I work for an insurance company downtown. Good. Yeah. So you went to Taylor. Yeah, I'm impressed with you. You know your stuff, man. Uh, my brother is actually a senior this year. He's on the squad. So. Oh, good. Yeah, they're having a good year. They are having a very good yeah. year. They're fun to watch. Too. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen a couple of their games on the Internet, you know. Yeah. Because of the pandemic, you know, you can watch a lot of high school basketball games. Yeah, definitely. Which I, I, I didn't like the pandemic, but I like what it created. You know, allows me to go on. I could watch any high school team in Cincinnati on oh, the yeah. Internet, which yeah, is cool. Sure. Uh, so you go from Taylor. Did you play any sports? Yeah, I played basketball. Uh, we weren't too good when we were when I was there. Uh, also baseball. That was my sport. I was a big baseball, baseball guy. guy. Yeah. How come you didn't try to play baseball here? Uh, I wasn't that good. Okay. But I had some small like D two, D three offers. But okay. At that point, it's not worth it. You still got to pay like thirty grand a year. So yeah, I just came here. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, have you always been a Bearcat fan? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, How'd you, what, your family? Yeah, everybody. My dad, uh, aunts, uncles, cousins, everyone. It's, yeah, I basically grew up here, so. Good. Now, yeah. were there, when you were deciding on what college to go to, were there any other schools you looked at? Yeah, yeah, there was. Um, I really liked UK, Kentucky. Yep. That place is awesome. It's beautiful. Yep. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to stay home. Yeah. I, I love this place, so I had to come here. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, same question I'll, I'll ask you on this. Football or basketball? What's your, what's your favorite to watch? Uh, I'm like him. It's, it's real tough. You know, football this year kind of yeah. pulled my heart in that direction, but basketball's always been my first love. Like, I, I mean, okay. I've been coming to fifth third since I was – before I could walk, basically. So, I, I would have to go basketball – by a, a slight margin. That's okay. my first love. Yeah. All right. I like it. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be really cool when the basketball program gets to that level where it's kind of even with football in terms of the popularity and success. And yeah. you've got two major sports rocking and rolling on 100%. one campus. Yeah. And I think they can get there, too. Oh, they will. I, I believe yeah. they can. No question. I mean, Fickle just signed a, you know, extension. That's huge. Yeah, That's making huge. some good money. And, and hopefully his uh, – his, uh, Assistant coaches, they're bumping their salaries up, too, yeah. and they'll be making on And that's, that's one of the keys. But then, you know, you look at Wes Miller, who, you know, I hope he is here for the long run. And yeah. all my conversations with him, he wants to build something really special here. Yeah. Of course, he's a North Carolina guy. But I don't think that North Carolina job is going to open up for a while. I think he's no. – and even if it does open, if he's building something special and rock and rolling here, you know, you, 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 you never know. Um, but – so uh, the Bearcat, let's talk about Bearcat basketball. Okay. Um, do you go to a lot of the home games? Yeah. Uh, so uh, when I was a student here, rarely missed a game. You yeah. know, some of the small games, uh, you know, you got homework and stuff that gets in the way, but rarely missed a game. And uh, after I left, you know, I got season tickets. Can't miss out on that. Um, I haven't been to too many this year just because the work schedule is kind of tough now okay. that I'm out of school. That work shit gets in the way, man. Yeah, it's tough. But – you know, definitely the big games I'll come. I was at the Georgia game, Houston game. Uh, I was here Tuesday for Memphis. Uh, so I've been to maybe six or seven games this year. Um, but I do have season tickets. So. Okay, good. So your, your time watching Bearcat basketball, your most memorable game that you watched? 
Most memorable game that I watched, I would 100% have to say uh, Syracuse in the Big East tournament. Okay. That game was awesome. I mean, nobody thought we had a shot. Syracuse, number one team in the country. And we just flat out dominated them that whole game. You know, it ended up being a close game, but uh, the Justin Jackson dunk at the end of the game oh, to man. seal it, that was incredible. Ju Justin Jackson is a guy that every year we need to have a player like him. I agree. Man. Right? It was awesome. He the brings the energy. energy. He gets the crowd into it. Yes. Like, if, if I'm a Bearcat coach, I'm going and recruiting a kid like a Justin Jackson. I mean, he's the definition of a Bearcat. No question. Through and through. And, and you can't forget the mean mug either. I mean, that's, oh. that was the best part. That was a T-shirt. Yeah. And the funny thing is, when I spoke to him, gosh, during the pandemic, he didn't have one. He didn't have, he didn't have his own shirt, like, with his face oh, on it. Oh, my God. He, had, he said, like, Somebody took one of his, you know, when he was here, and he didn't have any. I said, we got to get you. Oh, yeah. We, we got to work on getting He's him. He's got to have one of those. For sure. Yeah. So, who's your favorite player, basketball player, at UC of all time? Of all time? So, I've heard a lot of Gary Clark answers. Um, and, you know, it's probably him. But uh, since I've heard pretty much everybody else say that, I'd have to go Kashmir Wright. Ooh. Kashmir Wright, yeah. Cash was steady, man. Oh yeah, Cash was Cash was steady. He was he was really good for us. Oh yeah, and you know, and the, and the funny thing about Cashmere's career is, he and I often talk about what if because he played almost his entire career injured. Did he really? Oh, he had all kind of injuries that a lot of people didn't know about. I was gonna say and I I didn't know that. You didn't know, and as and as great of a player as he was is, I mean, he was playing, yeah. you know unhealthy at times um just knees and different things so he really battled through a lot man a tough very very tough dude you know he's, he's coaching high school basketball now yeah i saw that and i mean the thing about him is he's such a great dude too like i see him i've seen him probably a handful of times around town yeah um obviously he doesn't know who i am but you know you you see him you go up to him try to talk super to him. approachable a hundred percent he's such a nice guy you know he'll take pictures with you i got little cousins that already love Bearcats basketball and they'll go up to him take a picture he's super nice to them so I mean that's, that's cool. part of the reason he's yeah. one of my favorites and and he you know being from the south you know yeah. he's from Georgia from Georgia he's he's just very cool easy going yeah. really really kind guy so let me ask you this are you a are you a Bengals fan oh yeah okay yeah. so what do you think about the Super I've not asked anybody this yet but what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl you know it was tough um, it was a great game. It was. Our defense all year, I mean, it, our defense played good enough to win the game. Um, it's just the offensive line, man. They, they got to get Burrow <laughs> some help. We got the weapons. We got the quarterback. We have the defense. And not really anybody's leaving next year. So if they get us an offensive line, I, I don't see any reason why they can't get back there. You know, the NFL's tough. Especially the AFC. Oh, you got yeah. Allen, Mahomes. Yep. Um, Belichick's obviously always going to be there. But, um, you know, if they get an offensive line, I don't see any reason why they can't make two or three more in the next five to seven years. Yeah. They, I mean, like you said, defensively, the Rams could not run the football. Right. They could not run at all. Yeah. On a, it, it was, it was mind-boggling. I'm like, just – 
stop running the ball. Yeah. Like, why are you continuing? And you're a Rams working. guy too, aren't you? Yeah, we, yeah. We're not allowed to say that out loud. Yeah. I, I, and that's I, all right. I mean, but, you know, I was really hoping the Bengals won because much like, much like UC, like UC plays Alabama in the Cotton Bowl, right? Yeah. And I think Alabama's been there before. They'll probably be there again, right? Exactly. It's like Bearcats, this is their first time, and it means more to Bearcat fans, right? Not to take away from Alabama. In, in, in the Super Bowl, I think that game meant more to Bearcat. I'm, I'm sorry, Bengal fans. Than oh, I it think did. so too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you see it by. Uh, I don't know if you caught any videos of their parade, but yeah, yeah, it's like nobody cares. <laughs> if, it's it's different out there. Yeah, I mean, you got the Lakers, the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, and they just moved there. So 2016, they were there before, but. You know, them just moving back there, they don't really have that established fan base yet. No, and they don't. They, I think, uh, you know, if, if the Bengals would have ended up winning, I think this city probably would have probably would have burned to the ground. Jesus. This this place would have. Yeah. I was worried. I was like, the Bengals win. Yeah. This city better be prepared. Uh, but yeah. it would have been awesome. And hopefully, hopefully the Bengals, you know, have another opportunity. It's so hard. And I, I was talking to a – a college coach, and I'm not going to say his name, but a, a major Division One college coach is a good okay. friend of mine, and we were talking, and he was telling me, he was like, I've had great teams. I've had a team with four pros on it, with McDonald's All-Americans, five stars, and we couldn't get out of the second round. Yeah. He's like, it is so tough to win at a high level like that. Like, and you think about the Bengals. They were inches and seconds from losing games before yeah. to not even make it to the it's, – it's so tough. And a lot of the things that I heard after the game was, you know, oh, we had a great season, we'll be back, which is partly true. But, you know, when you get there, you want it so bad, you want to win because there's no guarantee that you'll be no back guarantee. there. You never so know. So you got to take advantage of the opportunity when it's there. Absolutely. But I think they can get back there. Yeah. Well, everybody, if you can give them a round of applause for coming on and being a great fan, we appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Bross back there. He's home from Japan from the Navy, so just wanted to get him a shout out. He's what? He's home uh, from the Navy. Just Who's got back from Japan about two days ago, so shout out. Well, stand up. Where are you? Right Where are you? Home from Japan. Give him a, in the Navy. Give him some love. Somebody buy that guy a shot, please. <laughs> buy him a shot. Hey, buy me one, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently he wants one too. Hey, thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, all good. So, uh, hey, listen, a lot of folks have been coming to the podcast, and I really appreciate that. I want to give away two free tickets to the Temple game and a parking pass, um, but I've got to do some sort of, like, uh, uh, trivia or something to give these away. So I'm going to do a system with uh, asking a question. Um, i tell you what, I'm going to have my friend come up and help me with this. Hey, Brandon McIntosh, could you come here? Everybody, this is one of my uh, really, really good friends. I'm on the mic. You're, you're on the mic. What? This is uh, one of my great, I know he looks like a security guard, but he's not. Uh, hey, one of, my, my <laughs> one of my great friends, Brandon McIntosh, would you tell them the school you went to, the high school? The, the high school. I feel like you're trying to set me up right now. I'm not setting you up, just tell them the high school. I went to Roger Bacon. To Roger Bacon High School. We went to school together. And will you tell them who you were recruited by to play basketball and what school you ended up playing for? J just do it. I'm, I promise you, nobody's going nobody's to fuck with you. Come on. Just tell them. I feel like I'm being set up right now. 
a little bit, a little bit. So who I was recruited by? Who are you recruited by? Who all I was recruited by? Yeah, or just, just give us three. I was recruited by Syracuse. Syracuse? Um, Miami. Miami. Um, well, you something else. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> you are something else. Everyone close your ears. Xavier. Yes. <laughs> Tell them what, what school you ended up picking. I went to Roger Bacon High School. <laughs> Brandon McIntosh, one of the greatest human beings you ever meet, played basketball for Xavier. Pump me up, pump me up. But I want to say this. Even though he played at Xavier, Hugs, you know, Hugs wanted you to come because Eugene Hold Lamb. Oh, wait a minute. Did he remember me? Did you bring me up? When? I got a funny story about Hugs. You... I'm going to tell it on camera, though. Oh, you had to tell me off, I gotta off camera. I'm going to tell you off camera. Well, I want to tell you that B, we call him BMAC, uh, are also another one of our uh, teammates at Roger Bacon, who he starred with, Eugene Land. And Eugene Land went on to play for the Bearcats and, and be a teammate uh, with me. But you, you're very good friends with a lot of the Bearcats. Tony Bobbitt, you're very good friends with Tony Bobbitt? They are so uninterested right now. <laughs> no, no, no. They, so... BMAC, help me with this. Uh, I want to give away these temple tickets to. Can I say a something real fan. quick before you do that? You know, I grew up a UC fan. Oh, well, okay, hold on. I grew up a UC fan. You grew up a UC fan. I went to Coryville Catholic right there on the corner, and uh, at the time, and I meant to say something to him when he was on the show. A.D. Jackson's, I think it was his cousin or maybe like his his little brother-in-law went to Coryville Catholic, so him and Corey Blunt were yeah. going to practice sometimes. And, you know, that's like kind of sort of right on campus. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I grew up a Bearcat fan. Good. Well, we love that. We love that. Well, will you help me do this giveaway for the, okay. for the temple? Uh, BMAC, your job, I want you, I'm going to have, I'm going to ask a question. Okay. And I'm going to have a Bearcat fan raise their hand to try to answer the question. And I want you to help me pick. Okay, that's pick easy. Pick that person. That's easy. So, um, let's do this. Uh... Bearcat fans, this is a very simple question. It's all I want you to do. If you know the answer to the question, don't blurt it out. I want you to raise your hand, okay? Raise your hand, and Brandon is going to pick a person to see if they get it correct, and you're the winner of two free tickets to the Temple game on Sunday and a parking pass. All right. Ooh-wee. Here's the question. Should I make it a little more difficult? Listen, Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Make it a little bit. So, my teammate on the road when I played for the Bearcats was none other than Kenyon Martin. Okay, he was my roommate on the road. Can one Bearcat fan tell me? Just raise your hand. What was Kenyon Martin's jersey number and what was my jersey number? Hey, real See, quick. everybody knew the Kenyon, but they, they didn't know mine. <laughs> they put their hands down with mine. Raise your hand if you know the answer to that question. My man's Google searching real quick. I'm not allowed to answer, am I? No, you're not okay. allowed to answer. We got a guy in the back. You see that way in the back? So I just pick? You're going to pick? You let's, let's get my friend all the way in the back in the nosebleeds. Number four, Kenyon Martin, that's right. And then 41 for me. That's not fair. That's, that's Chris right. Speed. That was Chris Speed. That's not fair. Speedy. Come on up, Speedy. No, we'll, we'll let him come up. 
Another Roger Bacon guy. Speedy went to Roger Bacon. He had the hat on. And actually, I didn't notice that was him at first, but that's... that's <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Keep that picture down a little bit. Uh, now, interesting story. One of my coaches in high school was this gentleman right here. Mine too. And Brandon. And Brandon. Yes, so thank you. Yeah, so will you help? Oh, yeah. he's, so he's not, gonna take the he's not gonna take the tickets, but he's gonna help uh, give away the tickets. So we're gonna, I'm gonna ask another question. So, uh, next question, let me think, let me think. I should have prepared a little bit better for this, but uh, my next, I, I love doing jersey numbers. Uh, let's do this. Can somebody tell me Jersey number for Bearcat great Art Long. We got a guy over here? Double zero. That's correct. And he didn't look it up. No Google search. You're the winner of the tickets. What's your name? Justin. Justin. Thank you. Good. Give Justin a round of applause. Good job, Justin. I, I did, it looked, it looked like four, uh, thanks Speedy, good seeing you brother, thanks for being a Bearcat fan. So uh, quickly I want to uh, once again remind everybody that we will be back next Saturday for the South Florida game, uh, my guest will be uh, Bearcat great Leonard Stokes, he's got some, I'm going to tell you what, if you like stories, Leonard Stokes has some great Bearcat stories, so I'm excited uh, to hear those. And if uh, everybody could give a round of applause for all those that came up and shared their stories and, and being a Bearcat fan, we appreciate it. And I personally want to thank everybody who continues to come out to Mio's and support the podcast and su support all the great people here at Mio's. Hopefully everybody, listen, I hope you enjoy the game tonight. And we need to win this basketball game tonight. We need to get on a run. Yes, we need to play some, some better defense. And we need to make some shots and we'll win this basketball game. So I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast.